intimidation, sedation, and ugly truth. So you actually have two of Whoa, sedation? <laughs> Do you mean seduction? <laughs> I'm seduction, sorry. Maybe that was a little Freudian slip on how you perform seduction. <laughs> the Sunday Skypers. Burning Beards. So, I believe yes. you wanted to inflict game mechanical stuff on us. Yeah. Uh, where were we last? Uh, In what? deep shit, I believe, because of you. <laughs> what? Me? What did I do? Yes, you. <laughs> Not much. <laughs> I was busy off someplace else. Fight. You, I need some reme- you need some remedial martial training. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I actually don't remember the final scene. It's been a, a while, and, and that's... It's been a month! You moved upon the uh, Trollskin-draped uh, crevice-dwelling throne room of the, the Goblin King, right? It turned out that at least uh, a great deal of, of the snoozing was a ruse. The Goblin King was unaffected and had his bodyguard uh, rise and attack you. And you oh, ended up uh, in a sort of dwarfy standoff, I guess, with Fandral and his goblin, quote-unquote, ally, holding on to the senseless Goblin King, while the rest of the goblins held on to Flint and Ulfkel. Mm. Wow, I remember the names. Yay! <laughs> Yay. <laughs> so you have Flint and Ulfkel grappled by the uh, surrounding bodyguard-type goblins, and mm. you have, uh, you know, fronting the dais and uh, makeshift throne where Bastard Weasel and Fandral are <laughs> holding on to the senseless <laughs> goblin king. Oh, so we need to come up with another new uh, belief, I believe. <laughs> well, okay. Uh, if you want to change something or if you lack something, yeah, I don't mean, have, I finished I don't have last to, time. Uh, I think I did my overleaf. I led my princess into battle and glory against the goblins, so I took care of that one. So now I have to come up with a new one. No, no, I will avenge. I will avenge the the prince. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> he's not dead yet. <laughs> Since I do intend to um, inflict the Aedula wits upon you, uh, perhaps something like I will speak and aid Fandral in, uh, you know, agitating for Fandral's cause or something. I finally have course persuasion as a real skill now. <laughs> uh, I will do my best to aid the, aid the prince in what, securing his freedom or... Well, you're the one who's captured. Yeah, I'm like, what? (laughs) (laughs) You're all kind of trapped, but fair enough. Do my best aid the prince in securing our freedom. How's that? Yeah, I I have an ever so slight sore throat, so I'm I'm leaning it with a soothing tea, but I may not be uh, as much into the funny voices today as I have been. No problem. We can um, compensate for you. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Actually, I think John's capable of compensating for all of us put together. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, this Julewitz thing uh, is something that we tend to break out when there's a situation where, you know, like this, where pretty much gone as far as we can with 
violence or other avenues. And, uh, you know, there are clearly two sides and uh, they want different things, either like now or uh, it could be like the time when Ulkel found a certain keg and wanted to keep it and the others wanted him to relinquish it. Then we bring up the Dulwitz, which is essentially a rock, paper, scissors, lizard, Spock version of an argumentation. You pick three moves, essentially. You you commit to a course, uh, a stratagem, if you will, which is a big thing in Burning Wheel, whenever you script anything. You tend to script a little ahead. And we play them out one at a time and adjust certain values. And in the end, we'll come up with a result that indicates whether or not someone has completely destroyed the other person's argument. Uh, maybe it's a tie or maybe there's compromising going on. But it isn't any kind of mind control, right? I- even if you lose, you don't have to play like, yeah, oh yeah, I'm totally convinced this is the, the greatest idea ever. But the people around you are going to go, hey, that other dude is is pretty persuasive. Hey, he has a looks like he has a good idea. Anyway, I think I'm going to start with uh handing you the gold dueler with scripting sheet for helpful stuff. I have a copy already too. Excellent. For whomever does not, here it is. This uh, is pretty freaking dense. Interesting, but... <laughs> yeah, it it looks a little scary, maybe. But the point is, you essentially pick one move for one volley one, one for two, one for three, and uh, we play them out, you know, one at a time. And the very first thing you do is you uh, state your purpose or, or uh, what you want to achieve, right? Which is the statement of purpose up top. And for instance, for the goblins, maybe they would say, uh, you know, you dwarfies are trapped and outnumbered and it's best for you to release the goblin king to disarm and just walk away. That's what we want from you. And then I'm guessing Fandral has completely other plans. <laughs> so that's what he would state. They can uh, acknowledge the bastard as their new leader. And they get to live. Yeah, because you took care of their trolls. That, that is the whole of it? Okay. <laughs> That's fine. And, 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 well, and we have a whole company of dwarves. <laughs> yeah, it's not just the three of us. So we have a, a, a dwarfy force out there somewhere in the heart of goblin country. Yes, you do. You did also hear fighty stuff without without the actual um, throne room. So uh, they may be otherwise engaged, but still, yes, absolutely. We've got boar spears. We can make a point. <laughs> I don't think comedy is going to work with these guys, though. Well, they might not think it's funny, but yeah. <laughs> um, well, Fandral just stated the purpose, and I, I'm going to guess that he's going to be the maid agitator, but for every move he does, both of you are able to help with whatever skills you have available that are social, like command, intimidate, course persuasion, that kind of thing. Uh, do this properly, though. We p- probably have to start a separate chat window so you so you really don't get to see what we choose as truly a duel of wits. Uh, you can do that if you want. I don't mind if you uh, pick together. That's fine. The last the last word should be Pandrels, though. Otherwise, we we should be, maybe be doing a patrol version, but I think that's uh, over course, or you know, that's the next thing. Did you- well, well, guys, do you want to chat separately from William so we can pick our move or? Hold on, hold on. Oh yeah, yeah, we have more, more, more to go. Yes. <laughs> what we can do though is we can write down uh, the statement of purpose so it's clear in the chat. And here's a goblin statement of purpose. 
The trophies are threatened outnumbered. His best for them to release crack the Cobbling King to the sun and walk away. Yes. And what's the doughty dwarves? <laughs> <laughs> the prince's counter is thus. <laughs> we want them to, yeah, acknowledge Bastard as their king and release the <laughs> I think he, he's going to have to take that name for himself so he'll be King Bastard of the Goblins. <laughs> <laughs> Or he could be the Bastard King. Well, that sort of goes with being Goblin. <laughs> the great and, and glorious King Bastard the Questionable. <laughs> what else is there, you know? And the Dodge Bench. Lisa Gillen Flint. And the other dwarves? So well, I'm assuming we're dealing with the dwarves in, or the goblins in here and they don't have control of how does this work? Then this going to resolve the whole conflict everywhere? Or? Uh, it is going to uh, resolve this present fix, this deadlock we're in. Uh, I'm going to abide, I think, by the results, depending on how horrible they get. <laughs> because there's always the chance that uh, you know you you. Uh, even if you lose, or you can go to you know arms, but I don't generally suspect I'll be up to you know coaching you on fight as well. So uh, <laughs> it's likely not going to happen. Uh, but but absolutely, if you lose, you can still say screw this, we're cutting them down. I don't think it's terribly likely that Fandral is going to lose, but you never know. Dice yeah. being what they are. Okay, so so to frame this a little in a more helpful manner. The goblin female in the uh, car- ruined carmine finery seems to be the head of uh, this retinue that keeps Ulfkel and Flint held. And, so you know, she emerges as the sort of spear point for their argument or argumentation. Uh, and, of course, Bastard recognizes her immediately and spits something like Bastard Daughter or something. And this is the person that's speaking up for him? No. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Uh, we were captured by the harem. We'll never live this down, you know that. Ash bodyguard, yes. <laughs> and it would appear that that the main consort is the uh, very daughter that uh, was supposed to ruin the armaments for the bodyguard. So we have a bit of a family conflict. Oh, yes, a lover's tiff. <laughs> well, more like a family disagreement, but yeah. You, you, you know how these royal families are. Only royal royals are worthy of marriage. <laughs> Yeah, hmm. definitely try to stay out of that. Well, I can't deny it since all the orc type creatures here have breeder as a as a die trait or something or a character trait. So <laughs> they have to. Do- <laughs> yeah, it's- yeah, yeah, I'm not. They have to do it quickly and often. It says so in the book. Family tree is more of a family bush <laughs> or a family vine. A family thicket, yes. Lots of thorns. Uh, so anyway, she emerges as the main agitator for, for the goblin side. And it is, in fact, she who puts forward this, yeah, your dwarf is a trapped and outnumbered. It's best for you to, you know, release Grack unharmed and disarm and, and walk away. And you'll, you know, you won't be, be harried on your way out of here. And it is before her that you, you know, fling your, your counter. Okay, so what, what's what's going to happen once? Okay, are, are you okay with the uh, your dwarfy statement of purpose that the prince delivers, acknowledge bastard the goblin as their king and release Fintanokel? I'm fine with it. So if if you three are good with it, uh, we can go to the next yeah. bit, right? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Now we're going to establish a body of argument. You know, the efficacy, if you will, of your um, argument, or rather the fortitude of it. I'll, I'm going to say this is a pretty big deal. It's not. 
I don't like you walking on that side of the road, and here's here's why I'm going to tell you why that's a bad thing. This is more like, oh, okay, we're screwed if we don't do something. So we're not going to roll for body of argument. We're simply going to add a main dueling skill to your will exponent, which is going to be uh, Fandral's will exponent, which I believe is currently lowered by one, right? By the wound? Yeah. Still recovering? Yeah, but I'm so I mean, glad we murdered that bastard. <laughs> <laughs> no, the prince, really. Torture might have been good, too. <laughs> um, this is not like the time when I pull out a Byzantine subsystem and try to screw you over with it. I have actually never played with this once in an actual game. I've read it a couple of times over the years, but I've never gotten to use it. I've suggested it a couple of times, but people are always like, nah. <laughs> nah, let's go with a versus test and just get on with it. Uh, and so I'm just as much a C as you are. And given that there are three of you and one of me, this is going to be very interesting. So anyway, if the uh, argument is a big deal, which it is, which it is, you don't roll. You simply take your will exponent, which is your uh, taxed five, plus your main dueling skill, which I presume is going to be something like oratory or persuasion. Those are your main... Persuasion or intimidation. Intimidation you can use for specific moves, like insight, but it isn't a main dueling skill. It isn't, uh, you know, the main thrust to be making points. Actually, your oratory will come real handy for a lot of these... Uh, persuasion's higher, and we're dealing with, oh, with, with goblins. Oratory sounds a little too... <laughs> a little hoity-toity, yes. Yeah. Okay, so there's five plus your skill of, is it six? Yes. Okay, so that's your body of argument is 11. You can write that down somewhere. Uh, so uh, the forged daughter, which I'm going to dub her, is going to use her will and her will, since she doesn't actually have any uh, social skills opened. And that means... Uh, I think, instead of rolling out the wheel exponent to the skill exponent, and of course, uh, I'll take half of it then, since if we roll, you uh, only take, you add one point for every two points of successes. So she's going to have a swooning body of argument of six. Impressive, huh? Oh, yeah. yeah. But you only have one body of argument, though. It's Can I add in a uh, special verbal action, such as insight and use intimidation and basically uh, say I will fight to the death for uh, Prince Vandral and just generally be the obnoxious, intimidating, dwarf fighty type that's ready to give my axe at a moment's notice to him? Absolutely, once we get to the actions. As okay. soon as uh, the actions are, are resolved, or rather revealed, you can say, I'm helping. Okay. This is how I'm helping. It'll be up to Fandral to decide what actions he's going to take, that volley. Yes. Okay. But, I mean, if you want to consult each other and do it in chat and come up with, you know, a strategy together, I don't mind that. Uh, you know, this is the first time we're doing it, so. Or we can let you choose your, your, your action first, don't tell us, but then then we can just sit there and talk it out and, and choose our action. I'm pretty sure I know what I want to do, given uh, the character. We should go over your traits and see if you have any traits that modify anything in the Duel of Wits, right? The prince might have a trait that allows him to re-roll his body of argument or, or add points or something like that. Of course, oddly likable. <laughs> <laughs> I have seen it and seen not heard. <laughs> driven, which affects my persuasion, and I've got Belfield Stare, stare which affects intimidation. Okay, so you have a lot of character traits, but you don't actually have a die trait that modifies uh, anything in a duel of wits. You, you don't get a bonus to your body of argument, anything like that. But you do have 
very handy call-on traits for specific skills. If you are to use them in, uh, you know, in an insight, you could use your baleful stare to re-roll traitors for your intimidation or something, yeah. for instance. It doesn't mean I'm still not resigned to death, but... <laughs> <laughs> so, she's unskilled, so she may just simply go straight for a point, or or um, maybe, one, maybe we should go for either a uh, standard, I mean, a, a point ourselves. Point is the the main action, the main attack of the verbal duelist. Hammer away using your statement of purpose and related po- points. In a standard test, subtract your point success from your opponent's body of argument. In a versus test, subtract the margin of success from your opponent's body of argument. And it makes use of course persuasion, interrogation, oratory, persuasion, poisonous platitudes, rhetoric, and stentorious debate. Yes, this is when you're, you know, you make your attack on the uh, other person's mm-hmm. argument. The simplest action there is. So I think we should just, I think we should just do a point. I agree. Ba- basically, uh, hammer home the fact that Vandral can kill all of these bastards single-handedly if he wanted to. The point, though, should relate to your statement of purpose. You know, this is why you should acknowledge Bastard the Goblin and release us, right? You script th- three at a time, though, so. Gotcha. So, okay, so if we, we will start with a point. A rebuttal for the second volley? Just looking at the chart, I don't like the results of rebuttal. Yeah, b- because we just go. Mm. There, there's, I'm willing to put my faith in the dice, so I, I want some type of roll. Point insight dismiss. Bottles are fantastic against points and such, but it is a very specific action. Yes, Fandral is the one making the main test. And then the rest, the others help. So if you want to be at your optimal, don't pick a move that he really sucks at. Uh, Fandral has intimidation. He has command. He has oratory and persuasion. So yeah, he's he can put a lot of force behind whatever he wants to say. But we can only help with, with similar skills, though, right? Yes. I still can help with force persuasion because that's like a common through here. So I could still at least give him like one extra die. And then on a third volley. Should we, what? Dismiss. Dismiss is pretty good. It's good against everything. So we point, insight. It is definitely dis- the a move you want to put on the end of the exchange. Yeah. Otherwise, and if I you think- fail, you, you have to make a steel test. And if you hesitate, well, not good. And I think we all can help, because I definitely have course, course persuasion. Flint has command. And intimidate. Either way, you still it's still just one die. So we point, insight, dismiss, and see how it goes. I may be able to help on the point, but I don't think Flint can help on point. Um, of course, I should bring up Bastard. He could help. Ooh, yes, Bastard could help. See, he has poisonous platitudes and ugly truth, interrogation, intimidation, torture, command. <laughs> so yeah, he can help out. Yes, he can. So on any any point where you want him to help, let me know, and uh, I'll speak up. So we have a thing called starting body of argument totals. Eleven for you, six for me. That's our, our starting and current. And now we go to the first unveiling. If you are done scripting, we go to the first yeah. unveiling of volley one. And uh, since I already know what you have, if you haven't changed it, I'll simply reveal what I have. I have a point for the first volley. So, you know, this is the point where uh, the boxers come out swinging and uh, jab each other. So you have the higher skill. I'm going to let you decide whether you want to go first or uh, let her speak first. I'll let, let her speak first. 
Okay. Well, she'll make, yes, she'll make a little little like blasphemous flourish with her um dress and um and oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> say Warfy's completely outnumbered. There's no way they come out of this alive unless they do what goblins want. It's in Warfy's best interest. That's her point. So when you speak the part, try to keep it terse. Don't make any speeches. You know, say what you need to say and ask for help where you need help. If you help, same thing. Keep it terse. Then we go to dice. I've not who was your leader and king defeated. This is your new king. Ah. And you wanted anyone else wanted to help battle? I'm sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Bastard would be... Bastard, be, yes, but I want to give uh, you a chance if if, uh, if Ulfkill wanted to I'd, say something or... Yeah, I'll use my course persuasion. He's your new king. You must bow down before him or whatever you goblins do to your kings. <laughs> Usually kill them. It's only right. <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> We don't have you presently do it, right? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so bastard uh, chimes in and goes, um, "Yes, he's right. Uh, I am King Crack. Crack defeated. Crack not strong. I strong with Dwarfy's strong allies." He's going to use poisonous platitudes to help uh, Fandral. So that is one die from... I just got to subtract from the discussion. Sure. Every time I hear poisonous platitude, I think of poisonous platypus. <laughs> <laughs> I just like, your, your argument is uh, invalid slap with the platypus. <laughs> that's just my mind this morning. He's a bit of a cloaca, yes. I give you an extra die as well. It, it is a pretty frightening attack. Uh, I will say, if you are lucky, you will completely obliterate their uh, argument in the first action. <laughs> in the first folly. <laughs> so uh, if we focus, and Todd has his lovely bot handy. It, it, it is focused. We, we do Arthur on this like normal. Oh, absolutely. Yes. If you have it, go ahead. Have it. Flaunt it. <laughs> <laughs> well, since this is all about power... I might throw uh, my greed in here. Ooh. Is it holding? Well, yeah, okay. Okay, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> this isn't about power. What is it about? <laughs> it's, it's not, well, it's it's about not creating an ally with but it is, army. you know, staying in power in a way. So, sure. Is this one where the, the delta in successes goes against their body of argument? Yes, this completely just takes away points from their body of argument. Any successes you roll uh, subtracts from their body of argument. And if it goes to zero or or less, right now you win. This, this might be short. <laughs> Spend a persona point and throw four greed at it. Cool. And that is, is that a routine? It's a routine. Okay. Yeah, I think another difficult and I go over. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, this is true. You need it difficult. Okay. And this is not difficult. <laughs> no, it is a routine. Uh, oh, so that'll be a routine for, for me as well? Actually, it is a routine test because it's a point-point. It's not a versus test. Uh, okay. For uh, everyone, for whatever skill you're using. So how many dice are you rolling? Oh, I think that'll be me to 11. I think you start with 11, don't you? No, he starts with 6. Uh, the dual skill, right? Uh-uh. Yep. Plus 2, which is 8, and then 12, right? For... Or do you have five? Yes, you have five. You're down one. I, I keep forgetting. Yes, 11. If you want to forget that anytime, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 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 
I've had that long enough. I just remember I'm afraid it's going to stick for another, oh, eight weeks. It's like, that's, <laughs> that's really been annoying for something that, if I got to do something crazy and stupid that caused that to happen, I'd feel better about it, but it just kind of happened. Yeah, I know. On the, if it's any consolation, now it's easier for you to advance, even if you don't necessarily succeed. Huh? Uh, because it's taxed, right? Your total number of dice is lower, meaning it is easier for you to get the tests you need to advance now that it's taxed. taxed. Ah, Which so is yes. why in a fight you love it when someone knocks you prone, because then some suddenly, you know, uh, your next test is going to be challenging. And as soon as you get that test, your sword goes up. Anyway. Rolling bones. Whoa! No. No. Should, should have had her roll the fate to, to re-roll the six. <laughs> Remember that you have your uh, driven trait. Ooh. Yeah. So you can you can re-roll if you prefer that first. Yeah, that would be good because there's yeah. <laughs> lots of yeah. twos and ones. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully, we got those out of the system. If we were playing Wushu, that'd be a great roll. <laughs> <laughs> so I re-roll traitors or the whole thing? Uh, the whole thing. Much better. Marginally better. Well, you got three successes. So you get three sixes, so yeah, burn that fate and re-roll those Well, you sixes. have seven successes, so, uh, you know, yeah, technically you need... Yet. And it's the delta, right? That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Ooh, re-roll that six. Yes. Oh. <laughs> That's all day, right? There we go. The ten successes, is that correct? Yeah. Watch her roll all nothing but sixes. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, here's the rub, right? She's un- using unskilled poisonous platitudes, which means it's rooted in hatred, which is open-ended. But because it is beginner's luck, she has to actually produce 20 successes to match you. Or oh. rather, she has to produce, let's see, uh, in order to reach the same level, uh, she has to actually produce, I think, 25 successes, right? Otherwise, uh, you know, even if she knocks your argument down, you're going to be the one in the... Yeah, chair. Uh, when it comes to negotiation, I mean, just roll for her. What one six? Oh, <laughs> still so that's uh, one two three four. So you go down to seven. And all right, so we we take our body argument down to seven. Yes. And hers goes down to minus four, I think. <laughs> Which is pretty much the time when I go over to the resolve the <laughs> argument. Uh, that, was a, that was a thunderous success. Uh, if your body of argument is reduced by a few points, you owe your interlocutor a minor compromise. You must grant him a small concession regarding your goal or agree to an additional minor condition that he puts forth. She absolutely completely lost. Today, I should say. All right, shocking defeat. Must make a steel test. Given the very low hesitation of orcs generally, that she has fewer life paths than her father, uh, yes, it's pretty certain that she is standing drooling there. <laughs> Since you won, uh, it's really only about you. You have to read the last sentence. When the loser hesitates, the victor is free to gloat, run him through, exit stage <laughs> or offer a verbal coup de gras. Oh, okay. <laughs> want to do that? I, I've got something I might add to the verbal coup de gras. Yeah, go ahead. Her only option to uh, survive this debacle is to marry the bastard. <laughs> <laughs> That way she retains a fraction of power. No, I can, I can do her response. <laughs> marriage? What is marriage? <laughs> I think that's the rest of the goblins. Yeah. 
Well, if they have a king, one assumes that they have some trappings of civilization, as weakened as nebulous as they may be. Yeah, what I say goes for, and if if you don't do what I say, I'm going to whip you raw and eat you. That that is their civilization. King as in warlord is probably more yes. correct. Yes. <laughs> I think that is what I refer to him as to begin with, but I mean he is king of the goblins and the yeah, whatever. So okay, a minor compromise according to what she wanted. What can you offer? I mean, obviously her words had some effect. I would have to wonder what I can put forth just as suggestions. Uh, we need a minor comp. I thought we crushed her. Uh, yes, but at the same time, you didn't defend against her point. She reduced your body of argument, meaning, uh, but she didn't reduce it to half or uh, less than half. So it's only a minor consequence. It's like, uh, you know, you convince the prince you get to marry his sister, but in return he says, sure, okay, but but that means you should swear allegiance to me. Yeah, well, I guess That's fair enough, right? You can have, you know, the love of your life. The, the minor compromise would be that you can carry through with Bastard's original plan, which she was going to be a part of, and she was going to be part of the... That is, uh, that is part of her uh, statement of purpose, though. Oh. So... Well, okay. We won't kill her, and we will leave, as she wanted us to. All right. I think that's, you know, that's even... That's yeah. almost a little generous, but I, I'll, I'll take that, too. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it up to them to decide whether or not Grok is going to be Grok, Grok Chow or not. After we leave, there's going to be some sort of uh, civil war going on anyway, so. <laughs> Which I'm completely happy with. <laughs> and considering the, the majority of the, oh. considering the majority of goblins out there are drugged and intoxicated, it'll be an interesting civil war. It'll probably boil down to who has control of the trolls. Well, no, we took the trolls. We took care of the trolls. Yes, you did. You you actually uh, you actually uh, got rid of the handler, and it didn't rouse too much. So, no, so none of the goblins here know how to control the trolls. Uh, well, that's not true. Uh, well, I was hoping. <laughs> <laughs> it was part of of, of Bastard Reason's plan to have yeah. his his own son take over. But of course, if his son is as faithless as his daughter, Whoa. you may very well have that goblin. Oh, so so the so the goblin so, on your hands. So the, if you would have been able to knock you down further, I might have have asked for say the preservation of the Goblin King, but that seems like a lot to ask for, no. Um, no. given the circumstances. So I can see the Goblin King going, what, what, what about me? <laughs> he was in a coup de grace position, so Bastard goes, and now I am King, Slice. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so the Civil War begins. <laughs> and you know, for, for the dwarves, that's a victory. Yes. <laughs> that is really what I was hoping for out of all this. A Game of Thrones under the mountain. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, so destabilized <laughs> goblins. Now the two of them have to walk out there and and declare this so that we can have a cessation of fighting. Yes. I think we should give one of our boar spears to the uh, new goblin king so he can prop that old goblin king head on top of a nice dwarven spear. <laughs> I think that would be very symbolic. Nice and yes. <laughs> And it won't slide down. <laughs> Displaying his um, his newfound kingship. I mean, is there a crown or something? Uh, well, I don't know if I actually described one. It's been a while. I don't remember either if you did. I don't believe so. It's really just... Uh, but, I mean, you could suggest... 
something like that. I mean, you're dwarves, you have new weird ideas. I bet there's treasure out here, right? So, uh, he's probably more fitting to make a crown out of Grok's head or something. <laughs> he's gonna wear Grok's head? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Gets the point across as like I'm a dangerous dude. Yes. <laughs> is there is there any treasure in this room? There is a ring that needs to be yes, handed over. There's that. I was getting to that. Um, oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dwarfy smart. <laughs> in uh, brief uh, terms, you know, uh, there is a blare of, of um, seas, not fire, but smiting, I guess. The news is, is uh, brooded about, and, uh, of course, I guess the head goes in the spear to begin with, anyway. And uh, it's, it's practical. Yeah, such among the goblins as were only slightly inebriated, or weren't inebriated at all, drugged at all, uh, you know, are roused and called upon to uh, ready the, the uh, you know, uh, celebration of, of their new um, king, while uh, you are prepared to leave. You want to leave before the urgency the agreement. I said, we want to leave before the orgy starts. So. <laughs> One of those goblin females looks at you oddly. <laughs> I'm spoken for. <laughs> I'm running far. <laughs> you might try some of that sedation on you. <laughs> hey, you did it first. <laughs> J- just remember that comment when it comes time to cracking everyone up. Right? <laughs> <Forty> points. <laughs> Make a point using sedation. Yes. <laughs> well, we did. Yes. <laughs> I guess. Yes. Um, you know, as you are, are uh, you know, collecting yourselves and, and, and disentangling uh, dwarves from, from overeager goblins and so forth. Headcount on, on the wounded and so forth. Yeah, only cast- wounded, actually, not actually dead. Ah. It, it was a brief fight. The actually unaffected goblins were relatively few uh, compared to the number of somewhat drug goblins, but the majority were, in fact, under the right. your furtive medicament, shall we say. Oh, I'll go over and greet my apprentices. Lads, you've done good. <laughs> I'm proud of you this day. <laughs> you've all you've all taken your first steps toward being a true true dwarf. <laughs> it's just like, what? I was born a dwarf. <laughs> I just let him talk. <laughs> oh, oh, he's using obfuscation. Now I get it. Using unrelated and bizarre point non sequitur topics. Okay. <laughs> to be funnel. <laughs> they are, of course, thrilled to be alive and, and victorious. So on and so forth. And I, I guess you get a, a round of, of hurrahs. I also find, uh, what's his face? The uh, sergeant. Uh, Scully, yes. You know, clap hands with him. and He's only ever so slightly disappointed that they didn't get to actually spear a troll. But uh, maybe next time. Yes. We still have to take back Scoria deep. <laughs> there might be trolls there. <laughs> I, I think there's a dragon, though. Oh, yes. <laughs> we'll work against it. <laughs> maybe. Need arbalesters. <laughs> maybe we, maybe we use guile and cunning. <laughs> <laughs> what, like, like a dead drop? Yeah! <laughs> I have a cunning plan, no. <laughs> I thought you were a brewer. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> we get him drunk. <laughs> that might actually work, yeah. Maybe that's our move. <laughs> you, you, you get there, you get there, the dragon goes, I haven't had any dwarven beer in decades. <laughs> and the goblin stole it all. 
Well, they can keep it because I have a feeling that that's not. Yeah, they've been at it too much. Yeah, buying at it, and yeah, their stink is all about it. Also, probably all that's now still contaminated with the uh, sedation. With the, it is, the... and now it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be a real interesting party because you know, it'll probably last about 15 minutes and they're all going, what? Flop. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, so of course, Bastard uh, approaches Flint and uh, sort of gnaws the ring loose and sort of spits on it and, and dries it on his fur <laughs> and hands it over with a, with a you know, fanged grin. Well, service you a- or, you know, of course he doesn't speak that well, but <laughs> I will actually shake his hand. You upheld your part of the bargain, and that is an important thing among dwarves. <laughs> Whoa. Sorry. <laughs> was, a, was that a dissenting voice? No, that was a paper shredder kicking on. <laughs> Sorry. The shriek of, of, of outrage from the, the rest of the dwarves. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, uh, Tom, what, what did you say? You held up your Actually, end of bargain? Uh, yeah, I'm proud of that, and it will not be forgotten. You know, he looks like... Uh, he I looks like he might just not to drool over the damn thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He looks like he doesn't quite know what to make of that, since he's probably never had praise in his entire life. So, you know, he kind of goes through various stages of sheepish and, and proud and sort of wrathful that, that he likes what a dwarf said to him and so forth. In that case, if he's going to be that befuddled and bedamned about it, I'll give him a healthy slap on the back. Just go out and be a king. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he shouldn't have said that. Of course. Oh, well. Upon that, yeah, he, 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 um, goes and plays some people. <laughs> a mighty roar, yes, and un, uncoils his great whip, uh, cracks it about and starts to roar for people to, you know, get, get in order and get stuff going and, and, you know, yes, play people. <laughs> that worked out well. You we decided immediately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, and as I said, let's be out before the killing begins. Before uh, the thing, yeah. I, I cannot remember off the top of my head. Charter House Rink is this the Gonderdam House or was it another dwarven house? I know it was part of a set, but I couldn't remember. Say they, they the were crap. Uh, okay, here's the session notes given to trusted plans by the first prince of Mount Scoria. One in a set of probably seven, since that's a fine round. Lovely number, not round. You know, very dwarvish. Yes, <laughs> and one of those those recipients were uh, a great grandfather, a great 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 granddaddy. Goddamn, was okay. Very cool then. Yes, not quite a family crest, but definitely in the right direction. Yes, honestly, I thought the duel might drag on at least to the end of the exchange. So I don't have a whole lot of other stuff <laughs> planned. So what what beliefs do you have that we haven't addressed yet? Well, I, the one I wrote down, I will do my best to aid the prince in securing our freedom. I did my best. Yes, you did. Uh, let's see, Flint. The ring might uh, lead towards the uh, Gutterham family crest thing. Uh, of course, you know, I, I would say I supported Fandral, but damn, he just like, tore her apart verbally. I didn't even get a chance to be intimidating or commanding. It's good to uh, win sometimes. If, if I, yes, if yes. I lost a duel of wits with a goblin, I'd <laughs> <laughs> resign. <laughs> well, I do have a, it looks like a sub-item on safety called Dethrone the Goblin Chief. Yes, you have it. Which I think we have accomplished. Yes. 
Uh, we'll get to that at the end of the session. I, I'm, I'm just trying to ascertain if there's any, if you have any belief, any of you, presently, that we haven't addressed yet. Uh, and I don't think you do. No, um, I, 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 I think I think all of the extant ones were just completed. Okay. So um, I guess we're just going to head back to the main body and... Uh, so when I complete an oath, is that anything mechanically interesting? Well, you haven't completed an oath per se. You you have completed a uh, like a, a tail end statement, right? I guess so. It says, I must have the clan house ring that uh, Weasel the Goblin has. Which is a element of uh, restore the glory of the Goddamn house, right? Yes. Yes. So that remains... But absolutely, you you have completed getting the 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 ring. Greed mm-hmm. quest complete. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! I, I should look really quickly at the greed rules. Oh yes, you have not missing anything lovely to lay upon you. Are you going to properly secure that ring? It's going to go on my hand, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> you sure, that's probably secure. Me, you should swallow it. <laughs> Swallow it, it's been in, in Bastard Weasel's mouth. With his spit. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, I think it's first gonna go into a bucket of water before it goes in your finger. <laughs> is it boiling water? Well, if I wanna swallow it, I might as well go with, uh, a, a, a tankard of ale. I'm sure he can true. do something about that. <sighs> I guess we march back and, uh, bandage up those there that need to be bandaged up. Which right, we brought Gomar with us. We br- that is true, yes. I think he actually did did okay considering. Yeah, I mean, he had hoped to slip away, but of course it went a little too well for that. Yeah. <laughs> so he's still in chains, you know, with the spear. <laughs> I guess he's lugging all the spears. Okay, he's got all the spears. It's, it makes it harder for him to actually do anything with them. They're probably in a bundle on his back. Yes. <laughs> Just think, you're the most heavily armed dwarf here. <laughs> Go to the left, one spear each. Well, uh, I guess there is stuff I could levy on, on Flint, but uh, they would be a little petty, so never mind. Well, well I, I guess... thought my greed would be less, because I got what I wanted. Yeah, well... That's the way it works, right? <laughs> well, <laughs> under greed advancement, it says coveting another's wealth, for instance, which technically you did, but, I mean, we already had that little scene where you uh, coveted it, uh, and, uh, you know, when you when you give in, you must have it, you get to tests, routine tests, I think. So, I think it would be overkill, even though it would be lovely to have Flint be a horrible, greed-fueled machine of, of um, twisted loyalty. You know, going crazy over, like, a keg of the ironwood nog. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, if you want, we can just have a general free play where we uh, establish what you want to go and do next. Uh, we could do that, or we could yep. conclude uh, the session, go to Artha Awards, and then have out-of-play discussion of where you want to take this now that at least a good deal of, of the, the journey, the threats of the journey are dealt with. I mean, obviously, there's still the disappearance of, of uh, the, the, the adventuring dwarves and, and that stuff. What do you feel like doing? Do you feel like uh, maybe marking the beliefs you have so we remember to reward you for them and then authoring new ones right away? Or uh, should we have a little, you know, return trip and uh, dwarfy celebration or something and let play decide what you want to do with your beliefs? Or um, should we have more of a 
an out of play discussion of what you want to see and do and so forth. Basically, it's the end of uh, the first Star Wars movie. We're all celebrating and we're having beer. You know, that, that's pretty much what we end up doing. Yeah. <laughs> and Thandral and his and his betrothed will probably go back in the tent and have the discussion. When she did go back to <laughs> oh, she did go back. You're right. Yeah. In that case, Flint and his and his uh, <laughs> ace, ace scout will go back and have a discussion. <laughs> she came with us, didn't she? Bruna? I'm, yeah. I'm quite certain she did, because I, I was yeah. thinking at some point, ranged attacks would have been nice. I guess we got separated in the Malay. Well, probably for the better, because the GM would have definitely twisted that somehow, I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> if she was there. <laughs> well, she's probably, she's probably got a big grin on her face, and she's probably got about new notches on her uh, on her bow. Find the, the force that was holding the exit to make sure we could get out of there. This is true. And, of course, you left a few sentries to make sure that, uh, you know, your camp, whatever remained of your camp, was secure. And that's Rory in charge of the brewery. So he's right. all there by yeah. he's all there by himself, running back and forth, going, ah, it's a lot of work by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There'll be a test. <laughs> <laughs> was was that his last words before he left? <laughs> you will be <laughs> It's always going to be a test when you're an apprentice. True, everything is a test. Well, I mean, since since this kind of play is primarily me hammering your beliefs in one way, fashion or another, uh, we really should award yours that you have that you just fixed and maybe come up with new ones that we can hit next time. And uh, hey, uh, certainly let me know what you thought of uh, the Duel of Wits mechanic so far. I mean, it, it was quick this time. Even though we didn't get to walk the full sheet, I did like the idea that there is a sheet. I, I could actually see everyone sitting around the table, passing it around and commenting and annotating as you go along. So we just have to get somebody besides the freight train of persuasion <laughs> up front. Or we go against someone who actually is worthy of arguing with. Yeah, I mean, if we would have been completely on the ball that early, this is what we would have been, it would have used with the uh, the first Dooney the Old in episode three. Actually, it's all curiosity. What was her, what was her other two volleys? I was sitting here giggling to myself because I had scripted almost identically to you, point in sight and an obfuscate, which I felt was more like her than to dismiss you. It, it felt weird in the first exchange. Insight versus insight is a standard test, and a dismiss versus obfuscate is a versus test. So, I mean, you would have started your little dismiss, and at the same time, she would have started talking about completely off-topic things and, and um, befuddled you. What about the children? The water supply! <laughs> what? How do you like this dress? <laughs> Stole it myself. These, these finger bones are, are, are from, uh, from, the, from, from the, the, my last lover. <laughs> now that's more like avoiding the topic. This would be more like, you know, you, you lay your dismiss on her and at the same time she goes, that is a faulty consideration. Have you considered that the consideration is even dangerous to consider and, and that even by considering it, you, you yeah. endanger your very argument or something like that. You know, just baffling <laughs> completely. What? Oh, you're arguing about arguing. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's not a carefully constructed rebuttal, you know, where, where you let your opponent speak and go, ah, and here's why you're wrong. Under uh, beliefs, I added, discover the fate of the adventuring dwarves. Cool. Because I think it plays into make sure the party gets the scoria deep safely. Uh, yes, that would be appropriate. I liked 
this Duluitz thing. I've always been a little fascinated by it. I've never really had, besides now, obviously, like I said, never had the chance to use it. This was interesting. It was a lot quicker than I thought it would be. <laughs> well, you were thinking that we'd play fair. <laughs> well, no. And it's partly my fault for setting you up with someone completely unskilled, knowing that Thunderlist is, is uh, the monster of persuasion. Well, we now know what a best-case scenario looks like. <laughs> <laughs> Ideally, she would have picked something stupid, like faint or something to begin with, and you would have just completely obliterated uh, everything without taking a... The least bit, um, bit of damage, which would have been great. You lose everything. <laughs> I, actually, I think that worked out well, probably in the end, because knowing goblins, there's just surviving is a victory for them. <laughs> you are, you are very, yeah, it is very true. <laughs> wow, Dorfies didn't slaughter us all. Cool. <laughs> You know, for a minor consequence, agreeing to leave, though in your best interest, maybe. It was a, a pretty generous thing. Um, <laughs> That's what we were going to do anyway, though. <laughs> well, I mean, but, I mean, yeah, but I mean, you could have stayed for a bit and it, um, solidified as a rule and, and acted maybe in your own interest as, uh, you know, his boot heel. No, no. no. <laughs> you could have, right? No, I'm telling that when we come, if we he come back this way, it, it won't be bastard in charge. You'll be queen, uh, <laughs> something or other. <laughs> Either that, or so, be somebody completely different. This is like, oh yeah, they all killed themselves off. Yeah, we don't want strong unified uh, goblin command. We want uh, it, this is true. Command. But remember also that he did make a vow to aid you against uh, the dragon of Scoria Deep if you aided him, right? Did he? Yes. Okay, it's been ages, but uh, that that was part of the initial bargain, the suggestion he brought forward. Which is why he got more praise than he probably should have deserved, because I wanted him to remember the dwarfies are big on deals. Yes. <laughs> so I'm looking at the fact that Ufkel realized that how close he came to being skewered, and he's thinking, you know, i got to make sure that there's someone who can take over. So I think my new belief uh, is going to be, I will test Rory to see if he's ready to become a journeyman brewer. Ah. <laughs> Having two brewers now would be a really good thing, and he can start getting his own apprentices. Interesting. Because yeah, you know, power's going to go to his head. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Catches, I really don't think he's the artisan that you are when it comes to craft, crafting a brew. Well, that's maybe a better teacher. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I have to test him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I can see him forming an alternate uh, company, Angry Whip Ale. <laughs> Where's a whip? There's a way. <laughs> so who wants, uh, who wants some a glorious, tasty Artha? I do. Actually, I think Luke pronounces it Artha. Uh, I don't know which is correct, but use whichever. Let's see. Uh, Ulfkel, where is your belief about uh, leading the dwarves to glory? I already did that. And that was the last time, right. That was last okay. time. This time, I, it was a new one saying, I will do my best to aid the prince in securing our freedom. All right, and you did that. And you actually tested. Take a fate and a persona for that. Yay. This is really the only one you had for today, right? Yeah, that is it. Let's so go over one. to Flint. Yeah. What did Flint have for today? His ring belief. Jack! 
well, his ring belief, right? Yeah. I think I wrote it down as an oath, but yeah, oath beliefs, I get them kind of murky. <laughs> <laughs> I, we had dethroned the goblin chief. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. That was the previous one, which was today, right? You achieved it today. Yes, yes. Well, uh, I'm just going to give you two persona points. I don't see any real, uh, you know, unfortunately, you didn't really get to test anything a whole lot. It didn't roll a single die, and I'm okay with it. <laughs> and anyway, I've got 20 fates, so as soon as I convert that into my fate disintegrator beam, your guy goes. <laughs> I'm going to be a little more stringent with the Artha, because as I realized, it is set up to assume a four to five hour session with two to three scripted sequences. And we tend not to do scripted sequences. And we tend not to play for five hours. So I'm going to keep it a little, yeah. Uh, it's going to be a little more miserly. A little more. We, I mean, we still uh, agreed beforehand that it was supposed to be a little more um, grand, I think. Yeah. Correct? Wow. Yeah. So uh, I, I'm not going to be terrible. I'm, I'm, but yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going to try to uh, avoid fate and persona bloat. Fate bloat, mainly. Yeah, well, I just need to find something to roll dice on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the popper in this group in terms of fate and persona. You know, well, you've used... Quite a bit of persona, though. Yeah. And part of that, I think, is that you have beliefs tied up in the future. And it's only until recently, with the whole get the apprentices whipped into shape and so forth, that you've had avenues for earning more faith, pretty much. And it's it's been the same a little with Fandral, with his two beliefs, two oaths to you guys, which were dead, really, for a long time until uh, recently. We actually went, went out, yeah. Yes. I can't for the life of me understand how I managed to lavish so many fate points on him, but I guess it was the going for beliefs, awarding for humor. The way way it works is if you never roll sixes, you never burn them. That is true, too. I haven't had any chances to burn fate points. Damn it. We're going to have to start having contested battles for who gets the last leg of lamb <laughs> at the table. <laughs> we turn it into a, you know, an arm wrestling match. <laughs> <laughs> there will be no role playing this time. We will only roll dice. Sorry? It'll be a drunking contest. Oh, <laughs> it'll be a scripted drunking contest. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> we'll, we'll have to house rule a drinking matrix. <laughs> so what's a faint? Oh, I look like I drink. I drink. I just simply just pull it to my lips and do nothing. A little sips. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, since I, apparently I don't have my brain with me today, Flint, I gave you two persona, correct? For uh, yes, yes, Okay, yes, yes. yes. Perfect. Okay, but, let's hop on over to Pandrel. He certainly ensured the preservation of the lives of Flint and Oldfield. Thank yep. you. Which was... <laughs> So that's two persona, mm-hmm. and he certainly deposed the uh, current goblin leader. That's another persona. That's three persona. And, well, uh, since the lot of you aided the aims of uh, a uh, filthy little goblin, which may or may not help you in the end, I'm going to give you a deeds point each. Yay. <laughs> in stereo. <laughs> <laughs> They're nice to have. Now, I'm going to actually nix the voting for today, since it was a really short session, and uh, the only one who really rolled any dice for fan- was me and Dirk. And I think you got enough persona anyway. I mean, Artham. Oh, Artham. 
if, if we were to award a single point, Dirk's cracking up the table with the uh, sedation. Report. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know if you award him for uh, comedic value, but damn it, yeah, that that, that one hit the funny bone. <laughs> yeah, so you give him a fate point for that. So yeah, ah, uh, fine. <laughs> it wasn't in character, but fine, fine. <laughs> well, even though it was yep, a short too. session, as usual, it was very enjoyable. Yep. I'm, I'm glad that you feel that way. <laughs> Can I say we didn't enjoy second and third volleys? Well, next time we'll be dealing, we'll probably be dealing with a dragon, so we can do another battle of wits. <laughs> I, I think we have some misplaced adventurers that need to be replaced. Or found or something, yeah. And, and, and hopefully that'll wrap up the travel arc of the story. You don't have to go after them. You 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 could, or uh, you could come up with something entirely new about uh, the journey that you want to see on route, right? Hey, they could show up later, you know. But uh, I know Flint's personality type, and he's the type that would actually honor Runa's request to go investigate. Sure. But, I mean, it would have to be something that you, Todd, want to do as well. Uh, and I hope that is the case. Um, it is. Yes. Excellent. <laughs> then it should and, be. And, and here's the nice thing about it. See, I'm being devious here if you didn't catch it. By mentioning the missing adventurers and it becoming public knowledge, I don't have to violate my promise to Bruna saying that I won't mention this to Fandral. Oh, well, that kind of was moot the moment they abandoned the both of you. <laughs> <laughs> but still, you know, still, yes. Fandral's <laughs> driven by, by, by his own uh, desires and compassion. Flint, <laughs> too. Yeah. Too many Fs. We'll get it fixed. Should put a perfectly good name like Oofkel. <laughs> right. Well, I'm going to skedaddle here. Thank you all for another fun session. Catch you up yep, yep. next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Uh, my friend Manu, he wrote that, uh, Road to Havoc, sign of that, or wrote Road to Ruin. He wrote that one. No, he didn't. I wrote Road to Ruin. Oh, you're right. What did he write? <laughs> Something of a lesser quality, I'm sure. <laughs> it came in second. <laughs> okay, so it might have been more popular than writing an old-school game in 4,000 words know, or less. It's the tag where I mentioned you can go to our page at sunday-skypers.podbean.com, find links to all of our episodes, links to our Facebook page and MeWe page. You can email us at sundayskypers at zoho.com. It'd also be nice if you gave us a rating or review on iTunes or the podcast app of your choice. And that's all I got.